Hello and welcome back for a bonus episode of the Todd V Show. I believe this is technically episode nine. Uh, it's kind of earlier than our scheduled recording of episode nine. We're doing this as an event in honor of the release of my program, Value Masterclass, which is a program in which I go into crazy depth about anything and everything related to value. What is value? How do you convey it? How do women see it? How can you not just do it as game, but live it in every aspect of your life? Basically, everything I know in my head about value, it's a brain dump in that product into your brain. Um, and as value is one of the most important aspects of all of game, it is something I think is highly worth checking out. Um, by the way, if you want to check that out, it is at toddvdating.com value. So what we're going to do for today is I'm actually going to take a few questions related to value that I've gotten from you because it is such an important topic and because I think we do get some good questions related to it. So I'm going to do a couple quick uh, just questions that I got from, from listeners about value that I think are uh, indicative of a lot of the sticking points, a lot of the mistakes that guys have. Um, bear with me on these questions. I'm going to read them pretty much as they're written. Um, they're a little long, but um, it's it's... I'm reading them long because I want you to hear the entirety of the frame and the entirety of where they're coming from. Um, so I could probably shorten them and make them concise, but I'm just going to read them as is. So bear with me. If the question seems long, that's your all fault because you wrote it, um, not mine, but uh, we'll get through it. All right. So the question is, or first question is this, how do you call women on their inconsistent behavior without seeming needy or butthurt? And then the explanation says, I cleared an evening to be with this girl told her that I was moving things around to accommodate her because of work issues she had. And then on the night, she had to cancel because of another work commitment she had already known about but hadn't told me about. He says, it's not a huge deal, uh, but she should have told me, and it's a sign that she doesn't fully respect my time or consideration of her. If I let it go, that it encourages, to, encourages her to take me for granted. If I call her on it, it might sound, or it might, it says sound signal, it might signal low value. What's your approach? Okay, I think this is a good question for a couple of reasons. One, because it does come up, right? Girls do flake and guys have to deal with the situation of, okay, the girl flaked, how do I deal with it? And there certainly are factors on both sides and it's a tough situation to be in. Um, but also it is a good question in this context we're talking about value because basically the guy is asking how will particular actions affect my value, right? It's a very direct kind of question of, you know, with pros and cons, with different factors, how am I weighing these different factors to value? Also, there's two different theories of value being proposed in the question. So I think it's a pretty deep question. Let's start unpacking it. Okay. First thing, and this is a minor point, but I do want to point it out, is that even before this situation, before the flaking and all of that, the guy did make a mistake here. He said, I told her that I was moving things around to accommodate her because of work issues she had. Now, that's nice of you. That's, that's kind of you. Um, and if girls were um, judging guys based totally on who's the nicest guy as their metric for value, that would certainly put you in a good light in her eyes. However, in the real world where I live, it doesn't work like that. Um, because, sadly, if you are too nice... And if you are too accommodating, especially when you don't know a woman well, when you haven't been on many dates with her, maybe you only had a brief conversation with her, it makes it appear to her, probably quite accurately, that you don't have anything better going on in your life than seeing her, which makes it look like you don't have as much interest from other girls as she might have assumed. It makes it look like you don't have 
Um, you're not hugely important and your time is being drawn in different ways. And it also makes it seem like you personally don't put a huge premium on your time. So it kind of reflects on how you view yourself and your own personal self-esteem. Now, it may seem like that's reading a lot into a very little thing, but it's not. Um, in this particular case, bending over backwards, accommodating two girls and letting them know you did it is generally a poor policy until there is a lot of existent value. So once you are in a relationship with a girl for like, you know, months um, and there's a lot of commitment and you like each other and you've kind of both decided that the other person's well-being is something that matters to you and that there is a connection and you're going to treat each other as different than, you know, normal people. Well, now by being accommodating to the girl, you're upholding your contract, right? You have sort of a nonverbal sort of an agreement with her that you are going to be good to her. And then following through on that is providing value. It is delivering on the promised value. So in that case, it's good. But before you have some kind of an agreement about that, when, you know, she is barely more important to you or should be very barely more important to you than, than a random girl because you really don't know her that well, if you are being too accommodating, it makes her wonder why. And again, the type of guy who will be accommodating is the guy who has to be. Um, or the guy who, who does not have a better choice than to be maybe, maybe a better phrasing of that. So being too accommodating and letting her know you're being accommodating is a bad idea. In fact, um, if I do, for example, I, I like to do dates near where I live. I like to have the girl come to me for a lot of logistical reasons, as well as time and convenience reasons for me. If I do need to go to the girl's area for the date, because it's just the only way it'll happen, then, um, I will usually try to make it seem as casual as possible that I'm in that area. I might say, oh, you know, I'm actually going to be um, in your area for a meeting so I, I could swing by on my way back or something like that. As opposed to, oh, let me drop everything, get on a train, go an hour and, um, you know, call in sick for work the next day. And it's just, it, it's making her as, as someone you barely know way too important and, and is way too big of a factor in your life. And it just makes you look needy. So just remember this, scarcity and neediness are two of the biggest value killers. You want to avoid those in virtually all situations. Okay, I, I, I try not to say always or never in game, but virtually always neediness and scarcity are bad. So try and avoid that. So that's, that's a side point, but it does relate to value very strongly, right? That you do not want to tell her you bent over backwards for her. There may be a time later once there's commitment and, and um, responsibility and you've agreed that you like each other when it could be useful. It also might be useful down the road in a relationship in terms of an argument, right? When she actually does owe you something and you actually do owe her something. And that really gets to the heart of this question, which is on a first date, she doesn't owe you shit and you don't owe her shit, right? You, you don't owe each other anything. And so it's, it's not a situation where bending over backwards and it's not a situation where telling her you bent over backwards is useful. Later on, that will change. Later on, you altering your life or being inconvenienced by her should matter to her because there is that commitment. And that actually, again, gets to the heart of this, which is you're saying this girl is not respecting you, right? You're saying this girl is not respecting you or not respecting your time. And that's kind of true. But really what it is, it's not that she's not respecting your time and not respecting you as a person. It's that she's not respecting the random guy she barely knows his time and the random guy she barely knows as a person. So the, the issue here is that it's not you she's really interacting with. The point of going on a first date or the point of like those early dates in general is so that she can get to know you and she can decide whether you are important to her. And so, yes, she is acting in these cases 
as though you're not completely important to her. And you could consider that disrespectful, but you have to understand it's not personal because it's not about you, it's about the random guy she doesn't yet know. And it's quite possible that later on in the relationship, that will change, okay? So, for example, some of the most, um, like, awful human beings, scandalous girls I've ever dated in my life, um, when things were going well and they really liked me, they bent over backwards for me and really treated me with a ton of respect and were like the sweetest people ever to me. And some of the nicest, most wholesome, like upstanding, respectable, respectful girls that I ever dated during like, you know, while we're breaking up or right after we broke up would have treated me with tons and tons of disrespect um, because of the situation and because of their feelings towards me at that moment. So understand that how, how much respect a girl is treating you with is very situational. Now, it is true that there are better and worse ways to handle something. So for example, if a girl does have to cancel on you or does choose to cancel on you, right, there's different ways to do it. She can no call, no show you and leave you sitting at the bar. And that is disrespectful, right? Because in that case, she was not, her life was not necessarily improved by, by, by you sitting there right? She had some other thing to do. She chose some other thing over you. She had some commitment come up, whatever it is. Fine, fair enough. She had that. But she could at least do you the, like, the common human courtesy of telling you and not letting you sit at the bar, right? So notifying you and, and being as responsible as possible in the way that she flakes on you, absolutely. That is a sign of respect. Again, though, it's not even a sign of respect for you. It's just probably a sign of respect for humanity in general. It's her level of respect for humanity. And so in this case, it's not even a, a case of you'd want to break up with her because she's disrespecting you, but you might want to disrespect her. Or you might want to disrespect you. Might, you might want to disrespect her by breaking up with her, I guess, or by ending it with her um, because she's just inconsiderate about humanity in general or that she just doesn't have a certain level of manners and, and that's something you value. But again, even there, it's not personal. It's not about you and it's not about the fact that she's stood you up. It's about the manner in which she handled a situation. Definitely didn't reflect well on her. But for, for, for me, if a girl calls me in advance, lets me know that she's not going to be able to make it, um, that's kind of fine. And, and a good little indicator um, for whether things are still pretty on there, if a girl seems apologetic and if a girl suggests a future plan, or suggest at least the idea of future plans in that, that time of breaking up with you, or not breaking up with you, that time of flaking on you. Um, if at that moment those things happen, you're probably completely fine and really shouldn't worry about it. If she flakes on you and doesn't suggest other plans and doesn't, um, isn't a, terribly apologetic, it's not a great sign. Um, but it's also not personally disrespectful. It might be generally disrespectful, but it's not personally disrespectful. And taking it personally is not going to be helpful to you. And if you do take it personally, you're doing kind of the same thing that you did by bending over backwards that, that I mentioned before. So if you are willing to make a big exception for her and bend over backwards for her, it communicates some level of neediness, some level of scarcity, which is not a positive quality. If you take some little trivial thing from a girl very personally, it also communicates scarcity. Because if you had five other girls waiting to, waiting to see you and wanting to see you, you wouldn't worry too much about one girl flaking on you, especially if she flaked on you with notice so you'd have plenty of time to just call up one of the other girls that probably invited you out for that night. Okay, so if you actually are abundant, this shouldn't bother you. And then the fact that you are taking it personally is going to reflect negatively on you because it is going to make you look needy, right? And so there's this idea that guys have of, I need to put the girl in her place. I need to set this standard or set this precedent that like, I'm not to be treated this way. And 
you do want to respect your own time, yes. And you do want to believe for yourself that you are the type of guy that, that girls do want to respect and do want to spend time with. That's, that's all important. But again, at the same time, you have to live in reality. So the view I have on my value to a woman that I barely know is this. If and when she gets to know me, she's going to see that I'm very high value because it is a fact that I am. Okay, so my value is a certainty and the fact that she'll see it over time is a certainty. But at the same time, I am understanding of the fact that she doesn't know me yet. So she doesn't have the information to make that decision. Okay, you can't ask someone to make a correct decision without giving them the requisite information to make that decision. And that information is something she will get over time spent with you. And again, um, relationships evolve. So just because a girl flakes on you on the first date, if you have a great first date, maybe you sleep together, she gets really invested in you, she may never flake on you again, ever, right? So the fact that she flaked one time is not an indication that she's gonna flake over and over and over again. It's absolutely unrelated because on that first date, she flaked on random stranger guy. Afterwards, she's not flaking on you, at least hopefully not flaking on you. Um, so hopefully this, this helps to answer your question. Um, which is that getting personal about this is not a really good idea. Um, now, if the girl does handle the situation disrespectfully, as I mentioned, that you can mention, right? So, and, that, and that's not personal or needy. So, for example, if she flakes on you and no call, no shows you, first of all, you might just drop her for that. And, and honestly, that could be a legitimate reason to drop her. But um, if you were to broach the subject with her, you were to talk to her about it, be like, yeah, that's totally fine, but please like, communicate to me next time. You kind of wasted, like, you know, like, I, I wasted a little bit of time there that, that I didn't need to. Something like that. But not like some kind of, you bitch, what the fuck? Ah, da, da, da. Not, not like super harsh, not super angry, not super emotional. Just kind of like, listen, um, yeah, it's totally fine. I know work comes up, but um, next time, just please let me know in advance. It's just more convenient for me. Simple as that. Um, you don't have to make a big deal of it. Um, and again, as she and if she values you more later uh, in the relationship, she's going to take those things to heart. And it's your job to create the value through your actions and the value provided a lot more so than it is to create your value by setting rules and having standards. Girls following your rules and standards comes because you showed value. It's not like you get value because you try and force your rules and standards. All right, It's much better if a girl is doing the right thing in a relationship voluntarily than, than it is by, by force and by fear and by mandate. Because force, fear, and mandate cause resentment and cause the girl to want to break out. Um, whereas if she just wants to see you and knows that the conditions of seeing you are treating you with respect, that's a much better way to go. So anyway, um, it's not as, as black and white exactly algorithmically do this, do that kind of an answer, but hopefully I've hit on a lot of the different factors and topics involved in this. And hopefully this whole, um, this whole scenario makes a lot of sense to you given that answer. All right. The second question I want to share with you is I think a really important one. It gets to the heart and in, in the answer, at least of one of the most important ideas and one of the most important things guys get wrong in games. So I think it is very critical. Um, but bear with me on the asking this question. One, it's a little bit long. And two, it's in non-native English. So just bear with me and, and get the gist of it and then we'll go from there. So the question is this. Does talking about date events on a conversation with a girl right off the bat shows the courage or does it show the low value of the man? And then he explains, because I've heard that hiding your intentions from her shows a lack of confidence. And at the same time, I've heard showing her the idea of being you together gives her the signal that you're an easy option without any challenge. I hope you understand and solve this paradox on podcast. Okay, 
So um, that's a really good question. It's a really good question because basically what he's saying is that he's heard two different types of advice. On the one hand, not showing your intentions makes you look like a coward, right? And that's the guy who, who doesn't get to the point, the guy who like will friend zone a girl for six, six months and then suddenly be like, hey, I have a penis. Can we date now? Um, it, it does look very lame, right? Hiding your intentions, being ashamed of the fact that you, you know, see her as a woman and you are as a man, that is very, very low value. On the other hand, coming right out and just saying like, I like you, let's go on a date and having no challenge, having her absolutely know she can have you does definitely make you needy and does definitely reduce some of the potential sexual tension you can have. And so what is the solution? Is the solution to tell her or to not tell her? And the answer is tell her, but it's all in the manner that you do it. So maybe it's, maybe instead of tell her, it's indicate to her, right? You want to indicate to her that it's a possibility or indicate to her that it's on the table, yet maintain a little bit of mystery and be a little bit less obvious. So he mentions talking about the date event on the conversation, right? So bringing up going on a date in the conversation. Well, if you at the start of the conversation say, I would like to take you on a date, that's very committing. It's very, I like you and I've made my decision and you've won. Right. And so from there, what else does she have to win? She's already won. On the other hand, if you happen to hint at the idea that a date could happen, but not explicitly say it, um, or even say that like a date would have happened if she played her cards right, but she just blew it. Right. Like she says something silly like, wow, well, I'm, I'm not taking you out on a date anymore. Right. Now you've just brought up the idea of being man to woman. You've broached that topic but you broach it in a way that definitely is not making you too easy or obvious because if anything, you said it as a takeaway. You said it in a, in a way that, that is, is not coming on to her, is pushing her away, right? The other thing that you can do is misinterpretation, for example, um, which is acting like she is inviting you out, right? So she says something, you'd be like, is that your way of inviting me on a date? That's, that's very clever, right? And so you're indicating like she's hitting on you. So you are definitely bringing up the topic. You're not shying away from the idea of man to woman. You're not like tiptoeing around and being scared of the fact that you have a penis and scared to acknowledge that she's female. That's important, okay? You acknowledge you're a man, she's a woman, and that men and women do certain things together. That's clearly part of the conversation. However, you're not acknowledging that it's a for sure thing, right? Because as an abundant man, which is something that does tend to convey a lot of value, um, you would have other options with other girls and you'd want to be selective. You wouldn't just go sleep with every single girl you can because like who has time for all that drama? And because probably there's, you know, six other more eligible girls trying to hit you up and take you on a date. So if that is the case, then you shouldn't be so super invested. And also you should be selective, right? So um, I'll tell you actually an interesting story. This is actually a great um, illustrative story for this. Um, This is from years and years ago. This is like 2000 and... Man, I want to say like 2006, 2007, so a long time ago. Some of you guys were in diapers then. Not quite, but anyway, um, it's, it's a long time ago. It was, it was early in my, well, midway through my pickup learning days. Um, so uh, basically I was with uh, another coach and he had a friend who was this like really good sort of natural we'd call him, right? Like a guy who, who had been girls, good with girls his whole life and specifically had, had, you know, gotten a very high standard of girls in his life. And so we were actually teaching a boot camp program and, um, this guy showed up and he was just, again, a friend of my other coach. And, um, he, he was hanging out with us cause he was just fascinated by game, right? Cause he, 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 he 
he understood the principles of it. He saw that it worked and he did a lot of the things inherently and, and he, he even did some of them intentionally. Um, and so he liked the concept of it, but he came out mo- mostly to hang out with us and just to, to see what this boot camp thing was like because he was fascinated by the whole phenomenon of it. So anyway, while we were there though, um, there were these two girls that were probably, not probably, they were definitely the hottest girls in the bar by far. And so we, um, we had him you know, go over and talk to them because we were busy with the students and we kind of noticed them. He's like, oh, I just want to hang out with you guys. I don't want to go over, et cetera. And we like fucking go over there. What the heck? These girls are gorgeous. So he goes over and he, um, he, he, and by the way, this girl, this guy at the time was dating like five different girls, most of whom were models. Like he specifically was like into models. That was his thing. Um, so he goes and talks to these girls and, um, you know, he, he's, it's going amazingly well. Like they're, they're both liking him. The, the hottest one is like, you know, like, like biting her lip and brushing her hair out of her face and just all these little, like little, you know, gestures of, of re- being reactive to him, et cetera. Like just eating out of the palm of his hand. Um, and so we look over and he's going great. We're working with our students. We look back periodically to check in on him. Um, and then, um, at a certain point he, uh, he just comes back and we're like, what are you doing back here? Why are you not over there? Right. We were, we were envisioning sending a student into wing him at some point. Cause it's going so well and maybe take the girls home together. Or we were envisioning like going out, going over and like joining him and doing a demo set together or who knows, but, or just like have him taking the girl home, whatever. It was such a good interaction. The girls were really hot. Uh, we're like, why are you back here? What's going on? Um, he's like, Oh no, I wanted to hang out with you guys. I told you that before, before I even went over. We're like, okay. Um, did you at least get her number? And he looked at us and he goes, no, she was lame. And we're just like aghast. We're like, what? This girl's like fucking gorgeous. What do you mean she was lame? Like she's in at the very least, at the very least, she's hot as hell and you could at least sleep with her, right? Um, but, my, and we, we made her, we actually did make him go back over and get her get her number. And it was actually, the, the whole encounter ended up being very funny from there and very, very interesting. Um, but the, it's funny though. Why do you think he was able to date five models? Part of it is the fact that he could be talking to the hottest girl in the bar, have her totally loving him, and know that he could get her number and not take it because, quote, she's lame, right? That level of, of abundance. So he went over, right? He was flirting. It was man to woman, but she didn't know she could have him. And how do I know she didn't know she could have him? Because she couldn't, because he actually did walk away, right? Now, I'm not encouraging you that, like, actually walking away from a girl you're into is a good strategy. Please don't do that. Um, and I think he legit, he was legitimate in saying that she was lame. Um, so and walking away is not the strategy you want to employ. You shouldn't be getting your value from scarcity, but the fact of the matter, or at least not exclusively from scarcity, but the fact of the matter is being completely unscarce, being too bought in is not a good thing. It, it is being obvious. And so there are all these ways of showing that it is man to woman showing that here, here's, here's the key phrase that you want to keep in mind. Okay. If something does happen between you and the girl, it will be sexual. However, that's a big if. There's no guarantee that anything will happen. That's kind of the frame you want to have. That's the frame you want to be coming from because that particular frame is going to allow for man-to-woman interaction and flirtation and possibility and escalation and all those different things, but it's also going to keep the mystery, keep the, in, keep the tension, and keep you from giving your value away. So the question of should you talk about going on a date or talk about future plans or talk about man-to-woman topics in the conversation with the girl early on Yes, by all means, you can and should. However, it's about the manner in which you do it. If you do it in a way that says, I like you unconditionally, even though you're a stranger, that's lame, right? You'll flip the script, right? The girl will be looking at you and being like, well, he was lame, right? On the other hand, if you do make it interesting, make it exciting, leave some tension, leave some mystery, make her wonder whether she can have you, 
Well, now she's going to see being with you as a win. Um, and if you've listened to any of my material, you'll know that that's a big part of a girl actually sleeping with you is she believes she's, she's winning or at the very least not losing by sleeping with you. Okay, um, so those are just two relatively brief questions about value. They touch on, on some of the subjects, some of the topics. Um, that's nowhere near a complete treatment of value by any means as two isolated situations. Um, but hopefully you found them interesting and hopefully you've taken some new information away from them. If you do want a full and complete treatment of value, uh, I have Value Masterclass, again, it's at toddvdana.com slash value. Uh, it's over 10 hours of core material plus several hours of question and answer material on top of it. Um, so it goes into anything and everything you'd ever want to know about value, including what is the psychology of value for human beings in general, what's the psychology of value for women, how do you convey value through technique, how do you convey value and become a man of value in your life, how do you use these techniques not only with women but in life in general, and then how do you go about building the habits so that these things become natural and that every single day you're getting, um, you're growing in your value and becoming a higher and higher value guy in an almost effortless way. Um, so that's what's encompassed in the course. Um, truly worth a look. Check it out, toddvdana.com slash value. And if you get here soon after the podcast, there's actually a special introductory offer on that course that you're definitely wanna, going to want to check out. So check it out again, toddvdana.com slash value. And I hope you enjoyed this little bonus podcast we did. Uh, I think it was some good information. Hopefully you'll take a lot away from it and I will see you on the next one.